I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a crowd podcast. It's Quiz Chat Repeat, the UK's only and therefore best daily quiz podcast. Every episode, we ask a different person 12 questions for a maximum of 15 points. Let's get quizzing. Hello, I'm Makita Oliver and welcome to the quiz of 2020. Joining me for this occasion is restaurateur, chef and TV presenter Tom Kerridge. Welcome, Tom. Thanks very much, mate. Do you do you find it weird being called a TV presenter now? Yeah, it's bizarre. Like I find the whole thing is quite. Although the last series, like the pub one, was much more in that, that kind of talkative about the industry, presentative kind of role. But it, it was also, I mean, maybe a little bit more journalistic, like showcasing an industry. I still find it weird that I'm in TV. Like I, I it's kind of like a side job to like my being in the hospitality world. Like right. I run restaurants and I run businesses. So the TV, the TV job is a bit like a paper round. It's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's kind of like something that I do as well to supplement my income. Yeah, just a wildly <laughs> successful paper round. <laughs> uh, so as always, we have 15 points across 12 questions. As we all know, 2020 didn't really get off to a great start. So if the quiz seems a little TV and film heavy... Uh, That's why we don't really want to talk about what actually happened this year. Let's quiz. Question number one. We're going to get the COVID question out of the way right now. On the 9th of March, which country was the first to go into national lockdown? Sorry, the only reason I'm laughing is Tom and I just decided to not talk about this depressing (laughs) stuff. And it's question number one. Is that going to be China? Um, The incorrect. The correct answer was Italy. First in. Okay. In what month... Did Captain Tom Moore become the oldest person ever to score a number one single with his rendition of You'll Never Walk Alone? Oh, blimey, where are we now? I forgot he put us. September? Sorry, I really love the way you just shout them out. (laughs) Great answer is April. Okay, uh, question number three. Not your average Joe, playing with fire and the noble thing to do are three episode titles of which eight-part series that took the globe by storm this year? Um, did you get a bit Netflixy? In no, I, well, I did get a little bit Netflixy, but it was only uh, Ozark, so that's the only thing that. But uh, this is a little The other thing that I watched that was is is Last Dance, but apart from that, I've got to be honest, I I've no idea. The Crown. Correct answer is Tiger King. Which oh, I did see that. I did see that. I, I tell you what, that is one. That was one messed up program. That, but you're going, is this actually real? Yeah. So I did. I never I, watched it. Was it that weird? Oh my, mate! You have to. You have to sit down after this, and you will. You will sit. The thing that I loved about watching that more than actually watching it was watching my wife watch it. Because <laughs> uh, you'd look at her, and her facial expression was like. Like, what is going on? I was like, like the bit where he releases a single. Wait, and the fa- I mean, sorry. Don't kill it 
for me, Tom. However, I still got a question on. <laughs> yeah, you know so much. <laughs> totally incorrect. Uh, yeah, the correct answer was Tiger King. Question number four. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle stepped down from their royal duties this year and moved to America. Fair enough. The question is, which royal residence, a cottage in the Royal Home Park estate of Windsor, did they used to live in? Um... <laughs> a cottage. I doubt it was a cottage. It's probably got a co- the name cottage sure. is in the title. Sure, it's However, a cottage, like, like I used to live in a cottage in North Norfolk and I used to bang my head on the ceiling all the time. <laughs> I doubt it's the same. Uh, massive, massive royal cottage. Massive royal cottage is incorrect. <laughs> the great answer is Frogmore Cottage. I don't remember many of us being told that. That's got to be made up. That name has got to be made up. To make up. it sound small and yeah. quaint. <laughs> Question number five. What does the G in 5G stand for? Um, <laughs> uh, five ginormous, massive phone wave things. The correct answer is generation, as in fifth generation. Ah. So... Question number six. The best thing to happen all year, possibly, was the Snoop Dogg advert collaboration with delivery service Just Eat. I think we're all quite happy about that. The question is, in the lyrics to the song, what food was delivered to Snoop Dogg in his private jet via hang glider? I mean, we've I mean, all seen the advert I, a lot. I have, I have, but I mean, what am I going to go? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a pizza. Oh, it's actually fried rice. He's a little bit more continental than we thought. The correct answer is fried rice. Question number seven. We're going to stick with food and television. The Great British Bake Off moved heaven and earth to bring us an 11th batch of contestants under strict lockdown conditions. The question is, what dessert made of a cone of chocolate with marshmallow inside, a biscuit base, and topped with walnuts was the final technical challenge? That would be, I think... I mean, if it's topped with walnuts in a cone shape, it's got to be a childhood favourite. Is that a walnut whip? Correct. Yeah. You know it. We're back in our home now, yeah. back on good turf. Snoop Dogg should have had one of them delivered. <laughs> you would have got it if it was a walnut whip. <laughs> Question number eight. The seemingly impossible happened when Sean Connery passed at the age of 90. The question is, which 1983 James Bond film, a remake of Thunderball, and made 12 years from his previous Bond film, Diamonds Are Forever, was his last? <sighs> Feels like one of those oh, weird ones mate. no one liked. Yeah. Uh, do you like Bond films? I do. Well, yeah, I do. I, yeah, I'll go and see him at the cinema, 1983. So I probably would have gone to the cinema to see that. I would have been 10 years old. Well, that's the time when it's exciting to go see a Bond film. Yeah, and I am thinking... it. I've, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The correct answer is never say never again. Uh, I did go to the cinema and see that. Never say never again. This is becoming quite a pattern, Tom. It is, yeah. <laughs> You're just telling me the answer and I'm knowing already that I knew it. It just wasn't in my mouth. Exactly. <laughs> Question number nine. Scotland qualified for the Euro 2021 finals with a nail-biting penalty shootout against Serbia. Which Liverpool defender captained the Scotland team to victory that night? Um, Are we in comfortable territory for you here? Yes-ish. Uh, yes, Let me think. Now, I know his face and it, my mind has gone blank. And it is Andy Robertson. Absolutely correct. Andy yes. Robertson. Now, did you know that because you were a fan of 
Liverpool or Scotland? No, I'm a fan of football, so I'm a fan of neither. I'm I'm actually I couldn't be a fan of more rivals of either of those teams. So I am an obviously an England fan and a Manchester United supporter. So, however, but he is in a hell of a play. And I I actually I'm not really into the whole tribalism thing. I just like football. So mm-hmm. yeah, fair play to Scotland. Be an interesting uh, be an interesting tournament with them with them there. And also your season ticket holder of who? Who was it again? Marlowe. Marlowe. Marlowe FC. Super Marlowe. <laughs> a super Marlowe. Question number 10. And I don't know how you are with music, but we're throwing this at you. The 2020 Mercury Prize saw a record number of female solo acts nominated with five in the shortlist. This is in 2020. For one point, can you name any one of those acts? Um... If anyone saw your star turn on Mastermind, they'd know you are an Oasis fan. But that doesn't mean you know the answer to this question. Not at all. Uh, no. Jesse Ware. Oh, nice guess. Um, incorrect. You could have had Charlie XCX, Anna Meredith, Dua Lipa, Georgia, and Laura Marling, who is absolutely brilliant. Laura Marling is absolutely brilliant. Mm. Yeah. Question number 11, speaking of records, Parasite became the first non-English language film to win Best Picture at the Oscars. For two points, can you name two other Best Picture nominated films from the 2020 Oscars? Um, let me think. Two others, Best Picture. I remember I remember Parasite Women. Isn't it a Korean movie? That's a Korean... And like, it was like... But no, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Have I been to the cinema? Joker? Yes! Yes, yes, yes. Been to cinema. See, that seems so long ago. Yeah. Like that is such a long time ago that I went to the went to the uh, the uh, the cinema. Pictures. Yeah, with my wife. Went went for a Nando's, hanging out in High Wycombe, watching a Joker. It's like I mean, it was such a sorry days. I mean, it feels. <laughs> I mean, it feels like so long ago, like a different universe. I know. So yeah, Joker, and what else would have felt like? If I mean, honestly, it feels like it feels like the Sean Connery question all over again. Is that how long ago <laughs> yeah. it was? When you were ten, what was yeah. the best picture? I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit. I can't think of another one. I think you've you've done very well with Joker, The Irishman, Marriage Story. 1917, Little Women, Jojo Rabbit, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Do you know what? Jojo Rabbit, what a movie. Really? Absolutely brilliant. Funny, sad, just what a film. If you haven't seen it, brilliant. Question number 12. Okay, this is the final uh, question on your quiz of 2020. The biggest event, of course, was Joe Biden winning the US presidential election. His succession continues a long line of presidents who have previously served as a vice president like Joe did under Barack Obama. For three points, can you name three US presidents that had previously served as a vice president before becoming president? Um, Okay. Bill Clinton? Inc- I'm afraid he's not on my list. Okay, that, that we'll, we won't go with him then. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, You've got two more guesses. Two more guesses, let me go. Jimmy Carter? Not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me think then. Uh, Ronald Reagan? Not on my list, unbelievable. Who, would have, who, who could I have had? So, George H.W. Bush... Gerald Ford, uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, then Richard Nixon, Harry S. Truman, Calvin Coolidge, Theodore Roosevelt, Chester A. Arthur, Andrew Johnson, Millard Fillmore, 
John Tyler, Martin Van Buren, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams. Basically, I got all the ones that didn't do that. The <laughs> yeah. rest of the, every, every other one was a vice president. I just, I got the three hardest ones. If you said which three presidents have never <laughs> been a vice president not. and each one is worth six points, uh, I would I would have, like, I'd have stormed that. Yeah, you said, you said, did you say, yeah, you said Reagan, George Bush was vice president to Reagan. Oh, right. the irony. Oh, uh, yeah. We can't. It's just too, it's too annoying. Your score after that round of your quiz of 2020 is <laughs> three points is that another thing to not remember from 2020 yes the fact that 2020 was so bad that my score was so bad that we could just forget everything about 2020 please we're going to talk through tom's incredible year after this break <laughs> hello um hello there what voice do you want me to do we're all doing a little bit. I'll just do my voice. Do I? your voice. Yeah, thanks. Hello, I'm Joe Marler. People think I hate people, but I don't. <laughs> I actually love interaction with people. I love finding out what jobs they do and whether I could do what they do. The Joe Marler Show. Joe Marler Show. With new episodes every Wednesday. Tell me some positive things about 2020 for you. There must have been. Some... Well, we, I mean, we did, we set up a charity, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. So this, you know, it, when that first lockdown hit, it was it, it, the, the energy levels of people wanting to do stuff for NHS or vulnerable and needy and wanting to make sure that everybody around them, it really kind of drove home this feeling of, community which was amazing for in the first lockdown which was you know it was it was all very frightening for everyone it was unknown territory it's mm. all you know now we're sat now it all feels we're a bit used to it so that kind of nest that feeling of community and division has been driven more since lockdown one into lockdown two things like the presidential elections things like you know the brexit vote things like disagreeing the government getting perhaps quite a few things wrong that people agree and disagree so it, lockdown one was really good about community and driving it towards lockdown two it's become a little bit more divisive but yeah th for my point of view and an industry point of view just being in hospitality the one thing the positive that you, we can take out of it is that i think everybody recognizes how important um kind of social communication is how how important it is just hanging out having a coffee doing whatever and then the recognition of how important pubs bars cafes restaurants all of that just to be in part of that, that i suppose that fabric that social connection is so important so when we are able to do it in a bit more of a freer circumstance the fact that you know i'm, I'm sure that it gives it a lot more i mean credibility to people that work in the hospitality industry i think we do i think we've never known how much we needed the hospitality industry and how much it sort of keeps us all ticking when my local cafe opened me and my dad did like cartwheels we were so excited and we realized it wasn't just to get like our crumble and custard it was to see the lovely turkish family that run our cafe yeah exactly well you can see that just now when you go into the parks on a weekend because people can't go and hang out in pubs or bars or restaurants mm. so people go to the park with a dog and or take the kids like three times my little man went to the park three times <laughs> over two days in a weekend it's like you know you just go because it's a thing and you're hanging out and 
you say hello to people and it's just waving at people and being amongst human yeah. beings is mm. you know we we crave that we're social animals and uh, you know and i think that's so important um moving forward that, that you recognize how much we've missed hospitality and what it actually brings its value is much more than what things cost in terms of monetary senses value is just it, it intertwines it intertwines and connects everybody no matter even in our sub we don't even think about it we just take it for granted mm. so hopefully the positive of this year is recognition that hospitality is not taken for granted it's very important in you know being an engine room moving forward no, beautifully put absolutely beautifully put tom carriage thank you very much That's it for another episode. And did you know you can now listen on Smart Speaker? If you have a smart speaker at home and you say the words, play quiz chat repeat podcast, then you can listen to us wherever you are in the house. Very clever. We'll see you tomorrow for another episode. Crowd Network, a place where you belong. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.